uh, let's all stand as we honor God's word by standing. The title of my message today is the same title of the next song after the last song we sang, Crown Him with Many Crowns, uh, Under His Wings. It was David who said, uh, Lord, hide me under your wings. And that's what we're, what we're going to be preaching on today. The 36th Psalm, and I'm going to start reading in verse 5, and I'm going to read through verse 9. Thy mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens, and thy faithfulness reacheth unto the clouds. Thy righteousness is like the great mountains. Thy judgments are a great deep. O Lord, thou preservest man and beast. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. They shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house. And thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. For with thee is a fountain of life. In that light shall we, in in thy light shall we see light. Most gracious heavenly Father, we thank you again for the day. Thank you for the word. Thank you for everything that you do for us. And Lord, I pray that each and every day that you will hide each and every one of us under your wings. And, and Lord, that uh, you'll keep us safe from everything. And Lord, I pray that you'll bless us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. <clears throat> in this psalm that I'm preaching on today, the Lord lays bare the wicked and, and what the wicked are. And, and, and I want to tell you, folks, uh, whether you realize or not, the wicked don't mean much to the Lord. He doesn't, uh, all, he, all he does in the scripture is lay them bare. He states in the psalm I just read, the transgressions of the wicked saith within, I'm sorry, the transgression of the wicked saith within my heart that there is no fear of God before their eyes in verse 1 of, of this same chapter. The great apostle Paul states that there is no fear of God before their eyes when he speaks of the wicked. You know, we see that today. It's a, I know there's a lot of praying going on about people uh, this country needs to turn back to God, and that's true. This country does. But I want to tell you what I'm finding out today. People are looking for something for shelter. And, and no greater shelter can you find than under his wings. Certainly uh, wonderful. He speaks of it here, and we're going to speak of it more here in just a moment. The lost flatter themselves in their own eyes. The denial of God always originates in the flattery of the wicked. And, you know, man, these people that don't believe that any such thing as heaven, any such thing as hell, I heard this week someone made a statement. I can't remember who it was, where it was, or where I heard it. I don't know if it was on television, and I'm pretty sure that's where it was. But somebody stated that there's no such thing as heaven and hell. Well, I want to tell you, folks, there's uh, the man that I spoke of back a couple of three Wednesday nights ago that I witnessed to him probably nearly 50, 60 times, maybe close to 100 times. I'd witnessed to him, and he I got to the point of where 
he drew a gun on me and told me that he was going to kill me if I didn't quit witnessing to him. Uh, he died. That man died. And, and I guess he knows now what is out there. You know, it's sad. It's sad. It's really sad when I think about it. When I think about the how that he denied God and denied everything that uh, God stood for. And he said he didn't want to hear anything about God. He said he didn't believe in a God and, and such as those things. So, uh, so he knows now. As, as we said, the denial of God always originates in the flattery of the wicked. You know, man thinks that he's something when he's nothing. He thinks that he's something when he, when he, when he comes to realize in this world, as far as God is concerned, God is everything and man is nothing. I think it was Job who said, oh, why, and I'm just paraphrasing, why would God work with me? And I'm just paraphrasing that. Why, why would God choose me? Why would God work with me? And I've often thought that myself. Just how different those are who are sheltered by the wings of God. You know, all those who are sheltered by the wings of God are to totally different from this world. They're not the same. They're not the same as the world is. And matter of fact, we're taught in the Bible that we're, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. There's not no part of this world we're of and we have, we have anything to do with. God says, uh, how excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings, verse 7. Under the shadow of thy wings is where man puts his trust. As David said in the seventh psalm, I believe it was, David said, Lord, hide me under thy wings. And I think there's a song in, in our hymn book that has, it talks about under, under his wings. So David, David prayed that God would hide him under his wings. We, we need to see the same thing. We all know that there is no other way to be saved but by the faith given by a loving God. It is said in the book of the book of Ruth, the Lord recompense thy work and a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel under, those, under whose wings thou art come to trust. Ruth, Ruth, the second chapter and twelfth verse. Under his wings we come to trust. We come to trust God. We come to trust everything about God is because we're hid uh, under his wings. The comfort of God's wings are his words of the truth. Either, you know, if you, if you have any doubt about what, what is and what should be, find it in the Bible. It's, it's in there. Everything, there is no untruth in the Bible. And I want to say this, I've said this many times over the years, there is no, uh, uh, nothing in the Bible that contradicts itself. You know, some people have a belief of the Bible that part of it contradicts the other part of the Bible. That's not so. If, if, if you see a contradiction in the Bible, you're looking at it wrong because there is no contradictions in, in the Word of God. By the psalmist says, His truth shall be thy shield. Psalms 91.4 His truth shall be thy shield. It, it's, it, 
that's, that's the thing that we find comfort in. If you're looking for comfort today, it's in his truth. His truth. His truth is the shadow, is, is our shield, is the very thing that we, we hide behind, we hide under. We, we, we face the world with his truth, and that's all we can do. Now, thy mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens. In verse 5, being in the heavens means that his mercy is higher than any human guilt. The mercy of God is higher than any human guilt. You may be guilty of your, about your sins. You may be guilty about some of the things you're doing or you've done. But there's, there, there is no, uh, there's no, uh, there's no sin and no guilt that is any greater than the mercy of the Lord that is in the heavens. It's, it's high. It's high in the heavens. The mercy of the Lord. God can have mercy on any as he pleases. Again, the psalmist says, As far as the heavens is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them to fear him. Now, in Psalms 103 and verse 11, High in the heavens is his is high in the high above the earth is his is his mercy. Thy faithfulness reacheth unto skies. Listen, folks, the clouds may come and go, but the sky remains the same always. You know, there's a lot of things that come and go, but the sky always remains the same. As eternal as the sky is, as he is eternal as our Lord Lord and Savior. It was the great Apostle Paul who said, God is faithful by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. 1 Corinthians 1.9 what, what a great blessing it is. What a great blessing it is that we find that, uh, that God is faithful. He's faithful in everything. And just like he says in our text, he says, Thy, faith, thy faithfulness reacheth unto the skies. God is faithful here on earth when he's here. God is faithful when he's in the sky. Every, everything God does is, is, is represents his faithfulness and shows forth his faithfulness. As, as Paul told the Corinthian church, God is faithful by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his son, Je Jesus Christ our Lord. 1 Corinthians 1.9, we find that in there. Now, you know, un under his wings is the greatest place that anybody can find rest. Also, he says, Thy righteousness is like the mountains of God. Thy righteousness is like the mountains of God. The, the, the righteousness of God. What a, great, what a great thing to think about. The righteousness of God. Think about that. Put an exclamation mark behind all of that. The faithfulness of God. It, it is the, I'm, I'm sorry, the righteousness of God. Who can rise up to it? Is, is, is there any that can rise up to it? I've heard people say, well, I'm a pretty good person, and I try to do everything I can to, to do for people because I love people and care about them. But uh, who can ever rise up to the faithfulness of God? It's, it's a great blessing that God gives us uh, uh, what he gives us as far as faithfulness is concerned. Who can rise up to it? It is like the mountaintops where I was raised. Like the mountaintops where I was raised. There are places 
where no foot has ever walked. Well, I want to tell you, folks, there, there is righteousness that no man's ever seen. There is righteousness that no man's ever experienced. You might say, well, I've, I've experienced a lot of righteousness. You've never experienced the righteousness of God. Because it's too high. It's too high for the, for the biggest of us, and it's too low for the smallest of us. It's, it's righteousness that God can come down to our level, or he can bring us up to his level. What a great blessing that is. There is no foot. God has righteousness that no foot has ever walked. God is right and no foot has ever walked. Then, then he says, thy judgments are great deep. Thy judgments are great deep. If his righteousness is as high as the heaven, then his judgments are as deep as hell. I want to tell you, folks, he, there, there's no place God misses. You know, you, you might say, well, I don't understand that now, but you will someday. You, you, you'll believe it someday. Someday you'll... You'll say, well, that preacher was correct in what he was, what he was saying. And it's, it's a sad thing, but I've said this many times over the years. Some people are going to have to wait until that judgment to really find out who they are and what they are. It's a great blessing, I tell you. 1967, God saved my soul. It's a great blessing for me to, to be saved in 1967, and I stand here. 55, almost 55 years later, I stand here, and it's still a blessing unto me. It's a blessing unto me that, the, that, that God's judgments are, are great deep, and, and, and they're, great, they're a great height. Oh, the depth, it was Apostle Paul who told the Roman church, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable is his judgments and his ways past finding out. You know, people say, well, I know God. Well, do you really know God? Do you really know who God is and what God is? Do you really know? You know, come, come think about that for just a moment. You know, we, we're, we're saved, and we think, well, we know all about God, but that's not necessarily, we, we don't know all about God. There's going to be things that we're going to learn, and we're going to see, you know, we're going to spend an eternity learning about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. That's what you're going to do in heaven. You'll say, well, I don't like to go to church, but you're not going to like heaven. I don't like church, but you're not going to like heaven. Because heaven, this is as close to heaven as you'll ever get here on earth. It's in the Lord's church, in the Lord's church worshiping, and, and, uh, and in the Lord's church serving him as you should. Listen, the more I put into this message, the more it makes me so little in the eyes of God. You know, I, I, don't feel, I don't feel worthy to preach a message like this. I don't feel worthy to, to preach some of these things. All I can do is repeat what God has already said. All I can do is repeat what they say in, 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 in the books of the Bible. That's all I can do. I've said it many times. I've said it many times. With, without the Bible... I'm lost. I really am. Without the Bible, I'm lost. I can't preach. I can't preach. I was sitting back there this week thinking when I was working on this message. You know, if it, if it wasn't for this word, I can't preach. And, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people, 
a lot of people are as they talk about this, uh, and, and I'm not going to say anything about it because I've, I used to preach like that quite a bit, but they, call, they talk about this expository preaching. You know, expository preaching takes a lot of the deepness of the Bible away. It really does. Think about it for just a moment. You know, I thought about it for just a moment, I, and I thought about how some of you know this. I've been preaching some of you for nearly 38 years now, and, and some of you know that. Some of you know that uh, I don't preach now like I used to. I used to use maybe one word of the Bible, and I'd preach a whole message. Never, never go back to the Bible again. You never have to look up a scripture. You never have to go back to the Bible again. But now, thank God, I'm able to type them out, and I'm able to type these scriptures out, and, and I want to use them as, as, as they should be. And then also he talks about, he talks about thy loving kindness is precious. In verse 7, thy loving kindness is precious. So precious is his loving kindness that in, in his beloved son he has spread his wings. I'm sorry, he spread his wing of, wings of much grace over all who will perish in their sins if they're not saved. You know, God, God's wings of grace have stretched out. They're, they're everywhere. We talk about some big birds. I want to tell you, when you're talking about a, a bird's got wings like God's got, his wings are stretched out, and he beckons, pleads, and begs, and lets his children know. He doesn't beg them, but he lets them know that his wings are there, that if, they, if you're saved today and you need a shelter, flee to the wings of God. Just like a little, a little chicken bitty, you know, when a storm comes up, the old mother will, will draw them little biddies under her wings, and she'll protect them in a storm. Well, I tell you, that's what God does his children. God spreads his mighty wings. He spreads them out, and he beckons us to come under them and find, find safety and shelter and peace and such as we need. You'll say, well, I, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, I want to tell you, folks, if you're saved, there's nothing wrong with you that God cannot take care of. But if you're not saved, then you better pray that God will save you because if he doesn't, then you're going to die and go to hell just as sure as you're sitting there today and I'm standing here. I believe that with all of my heart. I believe it with all of my heart. <clears throat> Herein is love that he loved this wretch such as me, such as I. He loved this wretch such as I. Oh, yeah, I, that's what I was. I was a cussing, running, drinking wretch. Doing everything in the world that I could do. It tickled me to death to get to do some of the sin that I did. But I want to tell you, it was one day that God opened up my eyes and he showed me not only that I had a place to go to be saved, but also he has a place I can go to after I'm saved and, and, and be, be so, so comfortable, so much pleasure. Another place in the Bible it says that there's pleasure under his wings. There's much pleasure under his wings. There, 
there is there is beauty under his wings. There is the glories of heaven under his wings. There's great righteousness under his wings. There's everything you can think about that's under his wings. It's there. You say, what do you need today? You need this country to straighten out? Well, maybe you need to straighten yourself out and get under his wings and realize that, you know, God, God's not going to work with, with the United States of America. God's not going to work with it. He's not going to do it. You know, we got a president that don't even recognize things as, as they are. Don't even recognize what they are. He lies and cheats and steals. Now, they may take this off of live streaming, but I don't care. He does everything that he can do. He doesn't realize. But there's one thing for sure. You can't lie, cheat, and steal under the wings of God. You, you, can't, you can't not recognize the shape the world is in under the wings of God. You cannot do it. So flee to under his wings. Humble down and follow him to the only real hiding place that's under his wings. Follow him to the real hiding place. Now, I know this message is not very long, and it, I, don't, I don't preach any long messages anymore, but I try to get to the point in every message that I preach in this day and time. And I pray that the Lord will, will help you to realize, you young people, you know, you young people, I know you need, you need help sometimes. Flee to his wings. You older people, flee to his wings. I know you need help sometimes. Flee to his wings and get under his wings. Under his wings is, is righteousness. Under his wings is judgment. Under his wings is, is love. Under his wings is everything that the psalm speaks of here. They're found under his wings. And I pray that God will see fit to bless you. And I pray that God will bless you throughout this day. And if you happen to be here and not saved, you come and see me after the services. You don't have to, you don't have to uh, walk this church aisle to be saved. You don't, you, can't, you, don't, you don't walk this church aisle to be saved. You come and let me know about it, and I will certainly present you to the church as one who has trusted the Lord as his Savior. Y'all pray about it next Sunday. Joseph has uh, been praying to God. And God has opened up his eyes. Joseph gave up his preaching license, uh, what, two or three years ago, a couple years ago, something like that. He gave up his preaching license. He wants us to relicense him because he wants to preach again. We're going to do that next Sunday. Next Sunday, we're going to relicense him, and, and we're going to start sending him out and letting him preach to some of these other places that's looking for somebody to preach. I pray the Lord will bless you. We got a, I, I'm pretty sure it's a good meal over there. Here comes the cook right now. She's coming in, sitting down. So, so must be uh, about ready. And so, uh, got a good, good Thanksgiving meal over there. Believe me, good Thanksgiving meal is over there. And uh, some of the things that I know they have, I know it's going to be great. We want you to stay. We want you to eat. And we don't want you to run home. We want you to fellowship. Uh, together with the Lord's people and the Lord's church. All right, let's all stand if you would. And we're going to be dismissed in prayer. And I'm going to let you go. Are they about ready, Carmen? Yeah, he, she shook her head. I saw her. So they're about ready.
All right, uh, Brother Reggie, would you?